So tonight I am in Sparta, Wisconsin. I here the night before of the R100, which is the Reinhardt, Reinhardt 100 Classic here. Uh, I have several guests with me tonight, actually. We're actually recording live in the park. Well, recording when it, when, it, when it drops. But we are actually at a campground right now at Leon Valley um, Campground, which is just a few miles south of Sparta, Wisconsin, the home of the uh, Matthews Bow. So give them the shoot. shoot. Anyways, I'm going to introduce my first guest here. I have... I'm Troy. Um, I'm from the Madison area, and I've been going to Sparta for uh, nine years now. Okay, bring the mic up a little bit closer. There you go. Perfect. Now keep, now keep talking. So, Troy, you, now how old are you? I am 24. 24. So you've been coming here for almost 10 years, correct? Yes. So now you're with your dad, correct? Yes. All right. So go ahead and introduce yourself. My name's Eric, and I am Troy's dad. Perfect. So then, so what got you into archery, Troy? Uh, Eric, Eric, um, Eric. <laughs> what got me into archery? Yes. Uh, actually, I had a brother-in-law that uh, shot archery, so I was an adult coming into it, and mm -hmm. uh, that's when I started shooting archery. Perfect. And our, our one of our other guests, we have Travis here, one of my friends here from uh, off of Facebook. So, give us a little breakdown about yourself, Travis. Hi. So I'm uh, Travis Rakestead, and again, we've been coming here for ten years. It kind of all started when um, Eric and I worked together at Gander mountain at the time mm -hmm. and we came up here and we've done archery shoots all over together and decided to come up here one year and we drove up from madison to sparta uh -huh. each morning and then drove back to, home right That's yeah what you're saying. so yeah. what was what was it like after doing a full day shoot and then turn on driving the hour back home it was rough it was um yeah it's about an hour and 35 minutes or so yeah. Depending on what the traffic, especially when you get stuck with Baraboo in the Dells. Right. And some of these targets we get to and, you know, you're waiting. So we didn't get out of here till four or five. And uh -huh. I'm sure that made the wives on both ends happy. And <laughs> But we had a good time. And the next year we decided that we're going to camp and our group has just gotten bigger and bigger. And we went from there. It's been a good time. Excellent. Something we won't miss. And Troy here, you got yourself a new bow. what you get? Yes, I got a Matthews Tactic. Bring it closer. Oh, sorry. Um, it's a really nice bow. I haven't shot as much as I'd like, so it's gonna might lose a couple arrows uh, uh -huh. tomorrow. But it's so much fun, so much smoother than the bow I was shooting well, last year. So what did you graduate to or from? I should say. Uh, well, I was had um, a diamond outlaw. Okay. Uh, I've been shooting that since I was about fourteen. Infinite edge. Infinite edge. edge. Okay. Oh, oh, I think I'm confused. Um, but yeah, and then before that I had oh a Martin. Yeah, I was so was, this is my first adult bow. I had the youth <laughs> bow for far too long, and I'm really excited. I don't think you know when it comes down to the Infinite Edge. What I liked it. What I like about the bow is that it, you can grow with it. Goes all the way down from five pounds all the way up to seventy pounds, and it's like it, it's the, the state minimum is thirty pounds. So this bow can be for any age, and the the, the draw length on it is really quite dynamic and it's one of the very few bows that you can adjust the jaw length without having to be in a bow press which is one of the bigger selling points for it especially for 350 bucks it's 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 a nice bow it's a very solid bow now uh, how many arrows have you gotten through your new tactic oh, <laughs> probably put about 40 40 more than that i kind of lose track when you're just firing yeah Okay. That's good. So at least you have somewhat of new memory in your muscles to, to learn how to shoot this bow. So, and then Travis, what are you bringing into that this weekend to shoot? Um, I have a Matthews Halon 32. Okay. Um, I did one shoot with it this year after putting a new sight on it. 
and I sighted in the day of the shoot at the oh, shoot. Oh, wow. And, <laughs> yeah, kind of winged that one. How many arrows did you blues in that day? Well, I shot at a gorilla at 82 yards that was kind of like a novelty shoot and went from there. So, um, yeah, I think since since the new site, I put the sight tape on and I did a 28 target shoot and uh-huh. I shot about 10 times in in um, my backyard just the other day. So not too many since I've put the new site on, but it kind of all comes together and mm-hmm. tomorrow will probably be the test day and I'm sure I'll end up changing something by Sunday. No kidding. So Eric. So uh, we, we act like this is new news for Travis, mm-hmm. but you don't know oh, about come on. Travis is... Uh, He's one of those guys that's got to get a new bow about every year, if not every other year. Okay. Now, he doesn't necessarily go out and purchase them. Twice a year. But, and that's <laughs> happened as well. But he'll trade for them and everything else. So, yeah, he's always trying out a new bow. Oh, that's funny. You know, I've, I, I've had, I started with the Hoyt Factor 34. Loved the bow. And then I started started having issues with golfer's elbow on my left elbow. And then I, so I switched to a Impulse 31 here three years ago. And because the 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 more of it, it doesn't it doesn't want to jump on you. It, once you get once you get past the valley, it just sets. Yep. And so I had to figure like I spent over the last year trying to figure out ways to heal my elbow, and it's like nothing was working. I mean, I tried emu, emu oil, I tried um, stretching, I tried cold therapy, did not work. What what fixed it was acupuncture. One treatment, it was done. Oh no, kidding! Yes, and it, oddly enough, it was just one of those things where it's like it was, it's seeing is feeling is believing. This scenario right here. Now the guy I went to, he's been doing it for thirty some odd years. Now what made him so unique about it is that he spent the first twenty minutes actually just talking about like what all hurts. You know, so it's like I have plantar fasciitis in both my feet. I have lower back issues. I have swelling in my right wrist. And so what we did is we, we put needles and everything like that. I only had needles in me for twenty minutes, and it was an it was an hour and a half com- hour and a half uh, visit. And so, which was quite odd, you know, it's like you figured to be in there longer, but it's like it, 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 it did exactly what it needed to be. And it's like, as soon as I stepped up, I felt instant relief in my lower back and in my feet and the elbow I had to try out. I did this one thing I figured I had to figure out. So earlier this week, I went over to or to uh, La Crosse Archery there and uh, talked to Anthony and we fixed my bow and he got it rocking and rolling. So I'm just drawing at 28 and three quarters inch and I feel much more in control of being just that quarter inch shorter. Okay. So was the um, acupuncture place here in this area? Or? It was in La Crosse. Okay. So which helped out because it's like this way that it's like for the company I work for, I was able just to book an appointment online, walk on over there, and took care of it. Okay. So it's like it was a, it was a $80 appointment. No, $90 appointment because it's like it's one of those things where you're not going to get repeat business. Sure. So what ended up happening is that I ended up giving a $40 tip because it's like it's it just it was that good, and I haven't been back since, and that was uh, last fall right after my birthday i treated myself for one of those things right there it's like you know i want to give a try i have a friend of mine in rochester minnesota that just raves about it because he was going through he had soldier shoulder uh, shoulder surgery several years ago and nothing seemed to work he went through all the, the rigor and war with mayo clinic and just did not work it just like just giving him pills and stuff like that it's like that's all it was just a pill factory they, tr- they treat him for a few minutes and then just be you're, you're on your own so then he then he found got a touch with the guy in rochester at uh uh Malu floats and went from there. So it's pretty it's pretty interesting. So if you guys are ever experiencing something like that, give it a shot. You'd be quite surprised. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Now do you guys have any ailments that you guys have to fight through when you're uh, shooting? 
just pour shooting. <laughs> oh, I got you. Or hangover, depending on how, many, how much beer we drink tonight. Well, when I first started shooting, uh, like Eric said, I've had every bow there is, and I had a um, Bowtech RPM 360, mm-hmm. and I had it at, I think it was 72 pounds. In a, in a limb split? Eric's, no, I got rid of it before that happened. I got rid of it, and then Facebook blew up with split limbs, so I was like, whoa, good whoa. thing I got rid of it. But um, no, nothing bad against Bowtech. I enjoyed the bow, and I was with the arrows I was shooting, I was shooting 318 feet per second, Jesus. and I thought that was awesome. That is but, really impressive. With that heavy, aggressive cam at mm-hmm. 72 pounds, I completely wrecked my shoulders. And it got to the point that I couldn't even hold my bow up on target. Mm-hmm. And I I quit my indoor league because I, I couldn't even get through the 60 arrows without just throwing my arm up, getting the pin close, and slapping the arrow. My first, when Eric got me into um, spot shooting at the club in Stoughton, my first night, I shot a 297 or a 296, and I was like, this is awesome. This is mm-hmm. easy. And mm-hmm. my shoulder injury started then, and I just went down. And I think I walked out when I was, like, a, shooting a 260 mm-hmm. from 290 because I couldn't even make it through the end of the shoot. Yeah, understandable. So, yeah. Um, but other than that, I went down to my Matthews has a 55-pound draw now. Okay. So I was shooting, you know, 70s and always wanted – you know the fastest arrow there is and mm-hmm. i took a decent 10 pointer last year through and through and made about 50 yards and i at 55 pounds so that speed bow with a 72 pounds is not necessary that's very true there is a guy that owns an archery shop in west salem and he's got if you go into it it's like he's got a 40 yard indoor range he's got an outfitters built in because he bought a whole bunch he's got like some like 100 some acres that he bought and then on top of that too he also uh, has a 3d course that you can walk through open th- 365 and it also during the summertime he does paintball and i was talking to him about like what some of his like some of his trophies there's some in his trophy room and he was talking about his moose that he shot he said it had a complete pass through at 56 pounds. It just like it all came down to the FOC. And he says I was shooting just over 600 um, grains, and it just straight through. And he said the moose killed killed over 30 yards out, and work began. <laughs> Robbie just fell off the chair. Yeah, he did. He's he's, he's dead. He's sick of forking him. He's, he's done. not gonna make it. So Troy, so there you go. So Troy, what? has kept you in archery over the last 10 years um i think a lot of it just has the thing i do with my dad i mean because mm-hmm. like i was probably 11 or 12 i was shooting in his um, shop at work with him okay and like it's just something we do to bond it was hunting fishing and archery it's what we do together so That's awesome it's just a good way to spend time together we have a lot of fun um this year i'm finally going to be to score i've been coming after for a while what's so. the score oh what is your score what's your high score we don't need to talk. <laughs> 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 but no, is this, is this, are you talking about score about it in the 3D shoots? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, right, he's he's better than me right now, but I'm I'm coming up on him. Well, once you get your 10,000 hours in, which should be coming up here pretty shortly, because you get usually the average is like 10 to 12 years, you get your 10,000 hours in, and that's when things really start to click and you get all the muscle memory going from there. The only thing that really tends to change is technology. Mm-hmm. Now, I did record a podcast here a few uh, months ago with uh, Jeff Koscheck, and he used to work for Monsoors in lacrosse, mm-hmm. and he's got over 40 years underneath his belt. And he w- was a big, p- they're, they're, the shop sold PSE and, and, and uh, Golden Eagle, and that was one. Mm-hmm. Of, that was that was what they had because because of um, 
distribution rights when it comes down to different bows is what you can get. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about like his whole history arc of everything, starting back in the seventies and today. It's like you and I will never experience what some of the some of the uh, more experienced archers mm -hmm. will ever have gone through with going through the steel strings and and the heavy bows and long axle axles going from 60 axle axle all the way down to 28 and a half i think mm -hmm. that's what the new um elite uh, uh valor is shooting at right now it's like that's pretty impressive mm -hmm. shooting at 360 ibl the only reason why i know this because i just saw a video tonight <laughs> that's cooking yeah it is it is um eric how long have you been shooting again i've probably been shooting for about I don't know, 18 years or so. Wow. So what was your first bow, and do you still have it? I do have <laughs> it. It is a, um, a Viper Tech, Hoyt Viper Tech. Okay. Hoyt yes. Viper Tech? Okay. So give us a little breakdown about that uh, antique. Uh, old bow. I bought it on eBay and uh, <laughs> uh, shot several years with it and started enjoying it. And, of course, the more you like something, the more you're willing to spend on something. So then you upgrade after that. Oh, isn't that the truth? You know, it's like that's the nice thing about with, with archery equipment. You can get all your stabilizers, your your rest, and your and your in your sight. And once that's all down, once you've bought that, everything else is just downhill. It's like now you're just switching out the new parts. Unless you're like Travis here and needs to get new parts. Yeah. Here. Or he breaks something, especially that $400 Sherlock you were telling us about. But there's probably acupuncture for that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Control your spending. Well, <laughs> you can ask my wife that question. Um, and it was HHA, not Sherlock. Um, I've shot HHA for years, but um, if you were to look at the archery equipment I have had and have over the years, you would think that money is not the issue, but that is not the case. Like Eric said, I'm always wheeling and dealing. I've, I had a no cam for like two, three days, yeah. I think. Yeah, that was about I, I picked it up in the Dells um, from a guy online, one of those buy-sell trades. Mm -hmm. And um, I had my target in the back of my van, and I shot it in the parking lot of McDonald's. Okay. Right in the Dells. And I kind of felt already committed, and I already sold my bow, so... I took the bow, gave him the money, and on the way home, I made a post of, okay. on a buy-sell trade. All right. So I went from, I started with a Golden Eagle Ultra Evolution. Then when I worked at Gander, I bought a Diamond Black Ice, which I wish I never sold that bow. And then from there, I can't even remember. I've had Hoyts and Botex and another Diamond. I had a Diamond Deadeye, again, a speed bow uh -huh. that was that 70 pounds that I had to shoot the lightest arrow and the heaviest draw length or weight I could. Mm -hmm. And it's, I had an impulse. I had an energy. Um, I've had a Vector 35 turbo. Again, another speed bow that I had mm -hmm. to have cranked at um, 70 pounds. And my buddy Brad, who's sitting behind me all patiently the bow is about the same size as he is <laughs> but um no it's it's a good time so we really we really enjoy this and when it comes to archery stuff i kind of have a problem well it's really nice the first year i think it was your diamond black ice you were shooting the first part of which is really nice because we both had diamonds <laughs> Even though he was talking up diamonds that entire weekend i love uh, that bow i wish i never got rid of that but it was really nice because i'm like oh i don't i'm still not as into bows as either of them probably i mm -hmm. pay attention and obviously i shoot what i like but yeah. just hearing him talk up some even though hey you don't have to spend the big money to 
do well, have a lot of fun. Right, and that's what drives me nuts is I've been to shoots when I had that black ice, and I'm sure this guy will be here today. You know who I'm talking about, Eric. Eric's laughing. That's why we call him happy because you can hear his laugh from across the store when I worked with him. But I had a, the diamond black ice, and we were at a Verona shoot, and I put my bow on the table, and he said, this table's for real bows because he shoots Matthews. Okay. And he's one of those guys that, you know, I don't have a loyalty to any bow brand. Mm-hmm. And he's one of those guys that if it's not a Matthews, it's not a bow. And Matthews makes a great bow, and I haven't even wanted to sell this bow that I have now. I love mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I was like, let's let's choose a course. Let's, let's go. So um, at the end, I think I spanked him by like 30, 40 points or something like that. Oh. And it, it doesn't matter. You can be the worst archer with the brand new target bow with the scope and everything if you can't Mm -hmm. if you can't shoot you can't shoot like it doesn't matter and Mm -hmm. with the technology that the bows have today it's everything is so high quality that Mm -hmm. when people you know you'll hear matthews guys all the time like oh hoyt's a you know come on yeah these are great bows great technology great people behind each company and Mm -hmm. Even even bows that I'll that I'll stay away from, you know. I don't need to name names, but there's some bows that I won't even shoot just because I've seen three of them blow up. Yeah, oh, and, understandable. And but still, like there's people that are at the you know top of the podium shooting that bow, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's it's all what you like. When people around around my area, you know, I am very active in social media. Um, I have a group that's called Whitetail Creek Outdoors and there's a bunch of us and actually we all shoot Matthews but okay. people will come out of nowhere that I don't even know like hey so and so told me you're into archery you know what's the best bow for my son to get I'm like you need to go and shoot bow and yes. close your eyes and shoot every single bow there is mm-hmm. that, he, you, that he's capable of shooting right you need to go to different pro shops you need to go to everything and you need to shoot different bows don't look at names mm-hmm. because my brother has a uh, Matthew Z7. He bought it when he got out of the Marines, and it mm-hmm. was right before the Extreme came out. And he absolutely loves that bow, and I can't shoot that bow to save my life. <laughs> it's a smooth shooting bow. The draw cycle is beautiful, uh-huh. but I don't like it. And he he still has it to this day, and that's a 2009, I think. Yeah. And he's been to Canada. He's been to Texas. He's been to Florida all over, and he's like, I don't need to get a new bow because I kill things all over the country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's... He shot a monster bear. He shoots nice bucks every year, still with that bow. But it it's all personal preference, and it's all, you know, what you like and what feels best for you. That is so true. Because what I what I like about in this being this age is that there's all the bows from Darton to Hoyt. There is not one. It's like they're all high class bows. It's like you're splitting hairs, but like you're getting to is it the, the, the bow is a tool and it comes down to how well it feels with you and it's like I've shot everything underneath the sun from the new Martins which I would give us a, a, a serious look at to Expedition to Hoyt and it's like they're all fantastic bows now I want to get back to the R100 who can give me the biggest breakdown about this R100 like where it, how it came up how many targets we get to shoot how many people are going to be here this year and how much has it grown since you started well when we started about 10 years ago um Eric and Troy and I were the first ones to come up out of our huge group that we have now. But one year, I think it was about 800 people, right, Eric? Yeah, I think it, I think it, I was understanding it was the largest one that they did. Yeah, and they said that it was the largest one that the company has done. And 
it's a good time because there's a North American and an African range. Okay. So the North American, you're shooting at everything from a bunny rabbit to a moose, literally anything you can think of an animal in North America, mm -hmm. from a porcupine to polar raccoon, bear. polar bear, <laughs> that stupid polar bear. I hate that, that mini polar bear. I hate it. I never want to shoot it again in my life. Mm -hmm. but, but the African range is cool because they'll have things like the year before we started i think they had like a predator like the alien movie yes they had the queen on there as i, I yep. was talking to my friend today he said it's like yeah he's been I've done it three times and the, it's like the he was there the last year they had it out there and then the next following year they replaced with an elephant yep and that's the thing they have elephants they have buffalo water buffalo giraffe you gotta get on the ladder to remove your arrows giraffe and they normally have it out at like 60 yards oh wow and only the center of it is an actual target right. the rest you're losing an arrow. Oh, no so kidding. So you'll hear, whoosh, crack, and you're like, ooh, that was bad. And, you know, everybody, the three, four targets before, it's like, ooh, somebody just smoked an arrow, you know? Uh -huh. And, but it's such a good shoot. It's the same, you know, you run into the same people every time. It's the same goofy announcer every time. Yeah. If he ever hears this, I apologize, but he is a goofy, goofy dude. And, and it's just for fun. Yeah. That, that's a cool thing. I mean, you can bring a family out here and right. it's not like everybody's competing and stuff and and, and you got to be patient. You're going to you're going to wait for your targets and stuff, but it is it's very enjoyable. Now, do you think Sasquatch is going to be North American or uh, on the African exotic? I'm thinking African exotic. Um, uh, you know, I I'm th I think it's going to be North American because you know, it's like we got a pretty big foundation here, but you know, if, if anybody's listened to Rogan, it's like there once was a Bigfoot, but it's called Gigantopithecus. There's a squatch in these woods. Extinct since the early 1890s and it's like that's the last picture there or last drawings of them that they actually had something but there were hominids they stood in two feet and walked around so that stood over six feet tall so that's what they believe was the what we call now the the uh the bigfoot but these days it's like if you for how many people are out in the woods and how many trail cams are out there and nobody's yes. find a pile of dookie right <laughs> well last year i saw on facebook that i think it was in kentucky the Sheriff's Department out there had to tell people, please don't shoot Bigfoot, because people were running around in costumes, and people were like, we're going to get them. So uh -huh. they're having to say, to actually tell people, if you see Bigfoot, don't shoot him, because it might actually be a person in a costume. Like, yeah, come on. Right. But no, this, this shoot is really great. Like I said, it's ran by the same people. Mm -hmm. there's, um, there's one thing where there's an alligator and a baboon. And it has right. a lifesaver candy on it. Okay. And it's at about, is it like 42? 45 yards, I think. The catch is, you're thinking a 45-yard target, whatever. But you're on a flat-bottom boat that's about 12 feet, and they kick you out into the pond on a rope. So you come to your stance, and uh -huh. whether there's a little wind, a little anything, you're swaying. Oh, boy. And... It's, it's a good time because they have a sign that says, like, heckler's welcome and all that. So you get up there and uh -huh. you shoot, and there's a guy behind a big plywood sign, and then there's a pulley system with ropes across the pond. So one guy sits back there, and you shoot, and then he puts them in a, in a little tube and sends them across to his buddy, and then you pick them up on the other side of the pond. All right. So it's, it's a really good shoot. They do great. Um, prizes at the end. <laughs> Poor Troy. Oh Troy one God, year. Yes. Troy one year gets his name called. Oh my God. And they were giving out door prizes and he won a book. Yes, they're giving out targets. They're giving out, they have 
combos that they give out. Uh-huh. I got the book. But you know, you hear your name. You get excited. You run in there like you're a champion of the world. Troy busts through the door <laughs> with both arms in the air, and he's <laughs> like, yes. What was the book? Um, it, was, it was like North American Whitetail or yeah, something. It was a book about how to like manage your property yes. to get the biggest bucks. Okay. You know, I don't have any property. <laughs> um, it's interesting to read, but... You know, I it was <laughs> it was pretty comical, uh-huh. and oh man! But <laughs> but so no, I mean they have you know Matthews is right in town, so Matthews always gives one or two bows. Elite always gives a coupon, okay, for any bow, any bow that they have. So you can go to your local pro shop with that voucher mm-hmm. and say this is this is what bow I want, and they'll you know they'll give you that bow. Yeah. They always have a Genesis for the kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a family-friendly shoot. They used to have pop-ups. They have, they always have like a steel shoot, okay, and a water bucket, a distance shoot where they keep moving a normal-sized Glendale buck, okay, farther and farther back. Uh huh. And then the person, yeah, yeah and it's surrounded by steel, so you're only getting your your insert is the target. So mm-hmm. there'll be thirty people mm-hmm. lined up, and they go, okay, draw, and then you'll hear, ting 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 ting. <laughs> it's it's a lot of fun. Um, there was there's a milk jug shoot where they have a milk jug on on a little tee mm-hmm. on pulleys and you have to shoot the water out of it before the other person does. Okay. And it's yeah it's it's a really good time. It's a very friendly shoot. It's everybody has a good time. I've never seen a you know nobody argues over score or you all there's no score at every target. You go up there and it's on the honor system like a normal local 3D shoot. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, and we we personally never call our own arrow. All right. So you know, it's there's normally one person with a bunch of um, scorecards, and we do that, and then one person has the arrow puller, and then they call it. And if it's close, then they get stop. I know what you're gonna say. Uh oh, what's uh, he gonna say? And if it's close, <laughs> then they um, then you know it's like, hey, you know, what do you think? And whosoever arrow that is steps back, like. I don't need to be in there saying no. My air, that's in. You know, there's no argument. There's, mm-hmm. there's nothing on the line. It's just Fun. we're gonna come back and have a few beers and have a good time at the campsite anyway. So this is not a this is not on a circuit then, huh? No, and they like when I shoot first because everybody likes to ruin my stuff. <laughs> I only have five arrows this year, so that's not happening. Oh boy. But yeah, Troy says challenge accepted. <laughs> but um, so as soon as I said arrow puller. Eric Happy here started laughing. So what's the story behind Arrow Puller there, Eric? Well, you know how sometimes when you're out in the woods and you've had a lot of water, a lot of beverages to drink? Okay. Well, Travis is very famous for that. <laughs> so, so anyway, he's, uh, he's kind of pointing the other direction to the trees and stuff, and uh, his, uh, his stream <laughs> kind of disappeared on him. And it turned out he was uh, peeing right into his Arrow Puller. Oh! I have a paracord. Um, belt that I made for uh-huh. my for my strap or for my um, arrows and my quiver. All right. And I made little loops on there. So on one I have the on one I have the um, scorecard, and on another one I have um, a bow hanger made by Third Hand Archery, and on the third one I have my arrow puller. Well, that happened to be right in front of my zipper, <laughs> and. So I'm peeing, and I look down, and my first thought is, what's going on? Like, where... Why why are my feet getting wet here? Right, like, where I can feel myself 
going to the bathroom and I can't see it. And I look down and my arrow puller is bouncing every time it hits the stream. <laughs> and my pants are wet. My arrow puller soaked. And Please tell me, tell me somebody got a picture of this. And Eric is oh, crying. <laughs> Eric is crying. So every time I... And I still have that same exact arrow puller. So... Okay. I probably have washed it off. I probably haven't. Who knows? But mm-hmm. it's it's still the lucky air puller. It's made it ten years. Wow! It's like last time. I, I, it doesn't doesn't fall along those lines. But to, last year I went to Moline, Illinois, to watch Five Finger Bad Wolves, and it's like I'm going in there and I I made the mistake of wearing flip flops that day to the to the, uh, the venue. So I'm going to the bathroom. and It's like. That's not my pee. It's like, what's going on here? It's like, this is not right. It's like, so from here on, I I will never wear flip flops to a concert again because it's like, depending on how much, because it was at it was at a casino at the. So it's like, people are coming from the casino going into the venue and the event center, and you, know, you never know how much they've had to drink. Yeah, good call. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is disgusting. But that's pretty cool. Though. It's like that you guys are that you guys kept this together. Now, you, 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 so I take it your guys' group has grown. Uh, there are a few other people in here that if want to switch in and have a conversation, we can. Anybody over Did there? Do you guys want to switch out? They're just you drinking, drinking beer. Chair here and talk. So Zach is a very good-looking handsome devil i think somebody has a man crush here on zach i have had a man crush on zach for years you can ask anybody here uh-huh. i'm very comfortable with myself hey zach do you want to participate in the conversation he just giggles <laughs> well we're talking about the the r100 and now we're moving on to like a camaraderie thing here because like these guys like, seems to be the core group and then as people have met each other they've kind of included so how long you've been coming here Oh man, this is my, I didn't make it last year, I had an obligation last year, so, like four or five years now? Okay. Yeah. Um, I think last year, well, there was two years I didn't make it. Can you speak up a little bit more? Can you, is that good? (laughs) Better? A bunch better, yes, there you go. Okay, cool. Two years I didn't make it, Uh, girlfriend's sister got married one year, so, on this weekend, so, I couldn't talk my way out of that one. Yeah, good luck on that one. (laughs) Uh, and then last year I had an obligation, couldn't make it. But other than that, I think it's five, six years. So, so how did you get introduced to Travis and the crew? Uh, so Brad over here behind us, um, I've known him since I was probably 18. I'm 31 mm-hmm. now. Um, and then he he drug me up here one year. I think it was the first yep. year. And you guys had all been doing this for several years already. Okay. And uh, he's like, yeah, you got to come up here and do this Reinhardt 100 and I said well what's that you know I've been shooting archery a long time and I'd, uh-huh. never, I'd never been up to this shoot before and so he brought me and introduced me to all you guys and I think I might have met Travis before that maybe because you were you guys are both working for Gander Mountain yep. at the time okay so um that's that's the first time I met everybody else up here. So. And then he came up and outshot all of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Ken! So it's so now. What's your high score so far coming to the R100? Uh, so the I don't remember if it was the first or second year. So we shoot the bow hunter division up yep. here, and I I don't remember what it was. Four is a 470, 480 shooter, something like that. In the bow hunter well, division. 500 is even because it's 50 targets a day. No, I mean how many shooters in the division. Oh. Yeah. 
yeah, I don't remember what my score was exactly. I know I was top ten that yeah. year. Um, out of however many shooters were up here. Wow. Six, that's 600 even. And he has one of those weird forms and techniques that he, like, drops the bow and shoots as he's coming down on the target. Okay. And I can't do that to save my life. I find myself struggling and coming up on the target with my pin. Uh-huh. And he'll start his cycle and draw back and come down onto the pin and release. It's so I, very unique. So I did. I did. Oh, so your your technique Ooh, is changing, changing it up. So well, I change release aids. So oh, okay. What are you I, What are you using now? Now I use a uh, a silverback. Oh, good is, choice. Which is yeah, pure back tension um, mm-hmm. from Carter. And uh, so when I came up here the first time, I was just standard trigger release, and I used a spot hog wise guy. Okay. At that time, um, and I just. Same old story with trigger releases. I struggle with target panic. And, oh, okay. Um, you know, so I'd plunk the trigger, pluck the trigger, you know, and sometimes I was good, and sometimes, I mean, I shot some of my best scores up here with that release, but uh, uh-huh. would have been bow season uh, several years back. And All right. I just caught myself. Um, I made a couple bad shots and a couple deer, and that release was the problem, in my opinion. Just not that release in particular, but just trigger style. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, we got to eliminate target panic. And uh, so I went to a thumb trigger from Carter. Okay. And that's kind of when my release started changing. Um, instead of coming down, because I'd come down on the target, you know, with my pin, and then I, when I got to where I wanted to be, I would pluck that trigger okay and it worked but you know just from a consistency standpoint it just wasn't there fair enough and so i'm like all right let's go thumb trigger Mm -hmm. i wasn't comfortable with pure back tension and i shot that for two years and then last year i finally switched to pure back tension so now it's just basically i mean i still kind of i draw high and i come down Mm -hmm. um but I hover there, you know, until I take my thumb off the safety and then get ready to pull through the shots. Fair enough. See, I, I started with the trigger release to myself, and it's like I don't like how it jerked and just like held onto my wrist. It was just uncomfortable, and I wanted to feel comfortable when I'm doing it because I want to feel at ease and not have any pressure on the wrist. So I switched to the the uh, uh, Truefire uh, Edge. Okay. Four finger, yeah, because like I've tried the three finger, and it's just like I just got big mitts, and I like having that extra control on everything. So I just I just use that, and so now it's like I do the exact same thing you do. I start up high, yep. and, I, and then I, then it's like as I'm inhaling, I'm drawing back, and then once I get my eyes or get my peep lined up, then it's like then I bring it down and exhale, then I inhale again. So this way, then it's like and it's like that's where it gives me that extra burst of oxygen to the muscles right. before the lactic acid builds up, and that's where I get I've seen myself get much more consistent uh, after changing my my draw length here earlier this week, I saw a very consistent uh, pull and it's like, and a very consistent uh, um, arrow placement. And that was what I'm looking for. And it's like I to to go th- to get my uh, get the I guess you'd say get the rust off the joints. Yep. I want I just went to a five spot, grabbed five arrows, and just kept on flinging them at them because I've, ro- I've Robin Hood too many arrows. And the arrows I'm using right now, the Maxima Reds, are way too expensive to air- Robin Hood. And so I just that's why I just I get a five spot or I get tic tac toe something where I'm putting arrows in different spots is because that's that's just expensive man I've spent uh, probably over fifty bucks in arrows from robbing hunting them because it's like yeah I'll have a lighted knock get in that so there there goes that and then you then you lose the then you split the arrow and you lose two arrows that way so it's like yeah you know it's like I oh, will just do just do it this way but that's actually a wise decision to make the way and it's like you found with the back tension what's been the biggest improvement with the back tension. 
Oh man, hands down, just uh, consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, it took me a little while to adjust. You have, uh, I don't know if any of you guys have ever shot pure back tension before. I have not, but I listen to a lot of uh, John Dudley, so it's like I understand. Yeah. I know the the, the silverback. Yep. So basically, the biggest issue I had to begin with was figuring out what your preload is. Okay. Because everybody has a different preload. So when you draw that release or draw the string with your release and you hit the back wall, everybody's holding that string back. Okay. With a different amount of force, right? Everybody's mm-hmm. a little different. You know, some people hold that back wall really hard. Some people hold the back wall a little softer and you can adjust the preload on the release. All right. Uh, so that way, when you let your thumb off that safety, the mm-hmm. release doesn't release on you, you know, immediately. Um, so I had to figure that out. But once you figure that out, man, I mean, the consistency is just huge with the back tension. So even in your shots where you know you draw and you make sure that you're at least on target before you take your thumb off that safety and once you do that i've found that even sometimes you maybe have a little bit too much preload and you still maybe have a premature release okay your shot nine times out of ten is still right there Mm -hmm. so it's like ah you know i'll shoot i released too soon but you didn't it was a, it was still was a surprise release nonetheless you know so right. your shot is still you're not going to miss the target you know you're probably not mm-hmm. even going to drop a mm-hmm. zero or anything like that you're still going to be you know 10 ring 8 ring maybe even 12 ring so okay. it's just it's just consistency it makes it a lot harder to screw up basically what's what what bow you rocking this weekend what bow uh bowtech prodigy very cool. So I got that in 2015. That mm-hmm. was the year that it came out, and I just haven't found a reason to switch yet. Perfectly understandable. You know, I still make it a point to go out and try different bows, but you know, if the tool works. Don't you know? You don't need to. You don't need to fix it. You know, that's like it's not broken. Yeah, because we're talking about Travis's exploits of switching on, and then we're talking about uh, <laughs> Troy's graduation from moving from the Infinite Edge Pro to the the Matthew Tactics. So it's like it's you know. It's just a fantastic CD. Everybody's different um, variety because like I've met like when I was went to the, did the train to shoot, it was either it was either all Hoyts or Matthews. It's pretty much the, the dominant thing. But like coming to here, it sounds like there's a v- nice variety of different bows. It's like it's always good to get different people's impressions of the bow and how they feel and how they work best for them. So now, do you want, do any other shoots than just besides the R100? Uh, you know, typically, yeah. The last couple of years, I've just been really busy with work and home life and moving and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So mm-hmm. it's been not quite as not quite as much. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, yeah. I mean, I hit a lot of local 3D shoots around my area. I live north of Madison, Wisconsin. So so it's it's, pr- it's prime area for a lot of a lot of different varieties there. Right. Even even on the east side of the state, because we have shoots. Like the last weekend was supposed to be the Coyote shoot, Coyote Creek shootout, but they got so much rain that they they had to, they had canceled it, which is unfortunate because that was going to be a. It's, this event's been growing and growing and growing. Then we then all around the cross area we have multiple shootouts there. Now for those who wants to like take your 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 game to the next level, then you have the the train to hunt and that's that is no joke and i believe that uh, they're going to be re- going to be returning to tyrell basin uh the nice thing there is nate mccree the owner there he wants to br- continue bringing that event to the facility they're going to be doing frisbee golf to that area as well so it's like for you guys it's not that far for me it's a two-hour drive but it's it's absolutely beautiful when you get out there you have no cell reception so it's like if you're running behind you can't get in trouble because you have no cell reception Except they do have good, pretty good Wi-Fi, but you know it's it's a good event to try to get into because this is they've been it's like I think there's eight or nine events all across the West Coast from from 
Oregon all the way here. And so I'm, I'm hoping next year that there's there's thoughts about bringing the train to hunt event closer to the Midwest for the final instead of doing it there in California, Colorado. Because come to find out, a lot of the participants are all coming from uh, Pennsylvania, New York, South Carolina. There was a guy there from uh, uh, here in Wisconsin. He was from South Carolina. They came all the way over here to shoot. And I thought that was pretty impressive. A lot of determination. Guy was a hoot. So is that the is total archery challenge? Is that the, is that the same thing or is that something different? Are you familiar with that? I I am, but I'm not. I, I'm not sure if it's the same event okay. or if they're they run like they run different weekends. I, I believe you're right. I believe it is different because okay. one is train to hunt and one is a total archery challenge, which I think total archery challenge has less events but they have more people showing up like bigger more right. celebrities like uh, i know like this past weekend was jocko willink was there yeah, uh, john, john dudley was Lee. there yeah. and, and you, get, you get more of the celebrities that go to that event right there yeah okay okay and i didn't know if they were similar, <sighs> but, they have this i'm seeing they have the similar challenges yeah. like the terrain and such and all 3d shoots but uh they're gonna they have different um beginning challenges i think where the toilet challenge you have to walk through the walk through the course where right. you're going up and down in elevation where the train to hunt you have to do four challenges and then you then you then you do the two and a half mile okay. crawl okay. through everything so it makes it so that makes them a little bit different but boy is it is it uh it's a lot of fun yeah yeah what weekend do they normally do that every week every it's gonna it's for wisconsin it's always the last weekend of june Okay. Okay. So, yes, they, so, so it's, they had it already. Yes, yeah. they had. Okay. Yes, and I got to. I camped out there for the whole event, and um, Brian Austin is the one that uh, runs the event. He's a director. He, he, him, and his wife competed for several years, and now he's a director. And he comes out to um, lacrosse. Does a couple events that does event there. He does events there, and, he, and you can also do it too. I think it's Tuesdays or Thursdays. You can actually join his class there at Tyrell Basin. Right on. And then he has his own uh, has a get fit with Brian on Instagram and Facebook and you can go that route and, and to train with him and it's like it's a very good eye-opening thing because what I learned about is that I had I was l lacking the strength of my knees so I so what I am doing is that I after that his little a training seminar I went back to the gym and I changed the way I trained and then I, I also had the acubo so it's just practicing with that and just increasing the draw weight but also maintaining proper techniques I'm not releasing it because it makes a lot of noise in the gym but all I do is just draw it right back feel it comfortable hold it for 30 to 40 seconds you know to build up that endurance because we've all been there for when you, when you have a buck finally a buck or doe showing up and shooting range it's like well got to figure out how well i'm gonna last this one out because it's like if you have someone that likes to jump off the trigger you know or you know, like to jump off the cams you tend to you, know, you may not be able to have the endurance but it's a good tool to utilize Plus, you can shoot it year-round inside your house, and they have an adapter that mounts onto the bow. And you can you can download the app, and you can do three hunts, and you can do um, hunts, and then you can also do archery shooting too as well. So it's it's they've tried to capture the entire. And that's actually just made down in Illinois, just south of us. Yeah, I've seen them. I've seen them used. I've never actually used one myself, but mm -hmm. I've, I've seen lots of people using them. Bought it for my bought it for my fiance for um, training. In the summer, in the winter months, because okay. sometimes it's like our schedules don't allow, always allow us to get over to the range to do the 3D archery shoots. Or f that was when her schedule was changing because she worked for Gander Outdoors for a period of time. Now her schedule is now much more consistent. So now it's just like getting her involved and in doing these more of these shoots because she hasn't she has a bow herself. She bought the bow. I bought all the accessories for it. So it's like it's nice to have that camaraderie. So now, does any of your significant? Well, Troy, do you have a girlfriend or? Okay, all right then. Well, I know Travis, you have a wife, and you said you have a girlfriend, Zach. Yeah, a girlfriend. Okay, yeah, she shoots. Yeah. She shoots as well. That's that's fantastic. What about 
Yours. So I have a seven-year-old and a three-year-old, seven-year-old daughter, uh, three-year-old boy. And my wife had a Hoyt Ruckus Okay. Um, for a while, and she shot every now and then, but it was hard to, you know, find a babysitter so we can go, you know, do a 3D shoot. Okay. Know? So my parents are close and all that, but... So it ended up that I was always doing the shoots, mm-hmm. and she'd be with the kids. Mm-hmm. So um, she'd like to get into it again, and I have, I'm have i a NASP instructor. Mm-hmm. So I have um, four different um, Matthews Genesis bows with all the arrows and all that. So you know I'm certified to teach, and my daughter is interested in shooting. So she's been shooting a little, and one day I'll get her to an archery shoot when she's ready. But uh-huh. as far as my wife, not yet. She'd like to get back into it, but it just it just, it just comes down to time, which is yeah. completely understandable. Uh, the, I got I, my six-year-old. She has a bow. She's got the uh, Diamond Atomic, just a oh, simple yes. recurve, mm-hmm. just, just a tra- trad bow, and she loves it. We went and shoot. We um, now since we're getting now since we're usually about six, three or four months out before the season starts, we start taking our shooting much more seriously. So. Tomorrow morning, I was, we were supposed to go shooting, but now that 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 uh, cha- that whole itinerary has changed. But we'll probably either make a way to lacrosse archery or some facility to go shoot and get and get. It's like she just loves it. She only she gets maybe 10, 15 arrows in, and then she kind of gets bored with it. But it all depends on like her excitement level or if she's got something distracted, like she, she what she wants to do next, you know. But uh, she she really enjoys it. And we got her bow, and she's right-handed, so which is nice to know now. So this way, then when she when we're ready to make the transition into like an infinite. Pro or something like that. We we know where what we need to go with. Yeah, those Infinite Edge Pros, like we talked about earlier, for the youth. That's what all the classes that I that I teach. That's what the kids are getting afterwards. Fantastic. Now you were gonna say something, uh, Zach? Uh, no, I'm just talking about significant other shooting. Um, you were talking about your daughter. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So does your spouse shoot then? Oh yes, she does. Yeah, right on. Yes, she does. It's like she she um, she had a bow, and then her uh, ex had an opiate addiction, so he, that, that came and went. So it's like, all right, well, let's get you back into it. And so it's like, it's great. We set in the tree, we set in the ground blind. Not a fan of tree stands, but she loves the ground blind. So we'll set in the ground blind from sun up to sun down, not say a single word to each other. It's great. It must be a girl thing, not a fan of tree stands. It must be. It's like it's just something that she she's always been afraid of heights. I mean, she doesn't even yeah. she doesn't even care to go on roller coasters. So, yeah. but I managed to get her and go on the, the Mount some of that Mount Olympus here a couple weeks ago. So now you you said your girlfriend shoots now. Did, yeah. Why is she have plans this weekend or something? Is why she's not here? Uh, no, no plans. <laughs> it's just Brad's made it like strictly a guys event. So oh, <laughs> I got you. I got you. I'll probably have to change that one of these years, but. Oh, understand. Yeah. I, I I agree completely because it's like uh, I went out um, earlier this year, Mother's Day weekend. I went with a bunch of guys to fishing over in Okaboji, and it's like I'm listening to all these guys talk about their wives or ex-wives, and it's like they would talk about all the hell they went into. It's like, man, you guys must have went after the pretty ones because it's like I don't went after the ones that are pretty awesome because it's like it's like I wanted to bring her <laughs> along because like she would give shit to all these guys, oh, talk shit sure. to all of them. It's great, and she's she probably outfished some of them, and she just. I like it's like it's it's cool to have it, but I'm listening to my dad talk about his ex, my mom, and like the bullshit she went made him go through, and then listen to other guys about like the the leading up to the event and leading up after the event. And it's like, man, you guys is like you guys must have went after the pretty ones. It's like I want to find someone that actually likes doing this too, so I don't have to worry about having to argue with. It. It's like, hey, come up with a new gun, sweet, let's go shooting. Like for Valentine's Day, do you want? I got her, I got her thermosel, and I got her 200 rounds of ammunition. That's a lot. That's that's a heck of a wife right that's there. That's a wife. Yeah. And I, I tell my daughter, it's like the rocks get bigger if you know how to clean a fish. 
<laughs> right? It's just kind of subliminally meshing that going through and through. So it's like, yeah, so you know, it's it's true because some of the guys that uh, that uh, my dad's friends have, or some of the people I've I've met, then they're big in outdoors or own their own businesses. But it's, it's like the, every every ten years or fifteen years, the rock keeps getting bigger because it's like if I want a new boat, she gets something. If she want if I, if she wants a new boat, I get something. It's like a nice trade off. So it's like it's like it's a nice thing to do. And plus, it's like you know, uh, it's. You don't have to worry about arguing over spending money at getting outdoors because now it's the only thing. It's like, did you get me something too? <laughs> oh, I, I, I totally feel you, man. That's that's the same kind of boat that I'm in. That's with, awesome. With so money, I take it when so. you're, I take it the, the 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 getting down on one knee is gonna happen soon. Yeah, probably should. We've been together a long time. It's it's been kind of an on and off thing. We've had some struggles along the way, but who doesn't? Mm-hmm. And, you know. So it's been seven, eight years now. But wow. But yeah, I mean, she's the you know. So we were at. I just got my bow retuned last week uh-huh. and uh, had some cam timing issues. So I got that taken care of. And all right called me back in to pick it up and i switched arrows um, at the same time so i got he's like well how many do you want i'm like i'm just gonna go with a half dozen for now i've never shot these before you know okay you know they're 85 bucks for a half dozen you know so i'm like i'll just take six and so i'm out on the range shooting and she went with me okay and um so while i'm out on the range she sneaks into the the so i got a little john's archery and marshall Mm-hmm. So she uh, sneaks in, talks to him, and then has him add another half dozen arrows onto it, and she pays for it. So, Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So, the, so that kind of stuff. And she's like, well, I just wanted to make sure you had 12 arrows this weekend. I'm like, well, that's <laughs> sweet of you, but if I need more than one arrow this week, right. I've, got, I've got problems. <laughs> you got some but issues. No, no but, uh, yeah, so that's but she does that stuff all the time. Yeah, you know, you know so. it's, it's crazy because, like, we went, we went to uh, – uh, she got some gold tips, and she wasn't liking how they're performing. So we were at uh, Cotter Creek, and it's like she goes in there talks to him. Some of that next minute, I know she comes back with a half dozen arrows. Like, cool, all right. You know, it's like it's. I'm not, I'm not gonna argue with her with it. So, yeah, and it's that's like, just it. You don't have to argue. You know, it's like most. You get a lot of guys out there like, hey, is it okay if I go do this? Or mm-hmm. Can I get a new bow or can I? You know, I'm gonna go buy six arrows and then it's uh-huh. an argument or something like that. And yeah, no, it's, it's totally not like that at all. So. I got a, I got an open uh, invitation to buy my next bow because it says as soon as you kill a bu- kill a deer or kill something with your bow, you can buy a new one. I accomplished that goal. I just I just now it's like it's like she, I don't want to sell it because I really like how it shoots for me. It's perfect for for a small situation. Now I'm looking for a longer one, so now it's just kind of coming up with the eight to twelve hundred dollars for the next bow. because yeah. it's like I really. Fall in love with the Mountaineer X from uh, Expedition Archery, and it's it's just feels just great. It's like I, I pull back at full at uh, full poundage, pull back at the draw, and it's like I release. It's like I look right back, and she goes no, and then then the the, the uh, guy that works there goes like we too layaway, and she goes shh, because <laughs> like I got some money. It's like no, we have the wedding yet, because because what I did for her, it's like I asked her when we were when I first made the decision I was going to marry her, is that I asked her, it's like, do you want ring? Do you want a ring? It's like no, I was like I've been already been proposed to twice. It's like so, what do you think about this idea? What about if we just buy each other a pistol for our engagement ring? It's like sure, let's do it. So we went to the guns. We went. We were down in Illinois and we went to a. Uh, Swap meet there. They had a, a Sig P320C, and it's like that's what she wants. So we bought it right then the spot. I had the money. Let's do it. I have a Sig P320. Yeah. So yeah, nice, nice handgun. Oh yes, it is. She she loves it. I like the uh, the 165 grain out of it. She loves the 125 out of it. So it's like it's perfect. Whatever whatever you're comfortable with. Let's like let's get it. 
That's pretty cool, though. So just mm-hmm. just, a, just a pistol swap, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like you know, because it's, it, it's like why? Sp- I had a friend of mine. He just pr- he proposed to his uh, girlfriend here a few uh, back in June. Spent seventeen thousand dollars on a rock. He's only twenty three years old. Yeah, here two weeks ago she broke up with him. So the best oh, part was the, the the return policy was sixty days and not thirty. So he got his full refund back. So it's like he's looking. So it's like he's looking to buy a new house now. It's like he's looking to buy a truck. So that's a lot of money, man. That's yeah, for one ring, it's like, ring. yeah. If I'm spending that kind of money for hers, it's like, what right. is your dream hunt? We'll just buy. I'll buy that say, for you. Like, I go hunt brown bear in Alaska or yeah, Cape yeah. Buffalo in Africa. You know, yeah. it's like I tell her my, my my dream hunt is red stag on and out in yes. Australia. New you know, Zealand. it's like Australia or New Zealand. New, Probably New Zealand because because with all the BS is going down there about all the the the, the gun panic down there, you know. But it's like yeah, I'll, just, I'll just go out there with a bow and stuff like because I think that'd just be a lot more yes, fun. Yes, bow all the way for me. Yeah, type of stuff. yeah, that'd be awesome. See now, my wife is not allowed to go to the Deer and Turkey Expo anymore because in three years she spent more money than I have in my entire life there. Oh wow! She can't say no to people like you know those people in the mall. They're like, here, try the lotion. No. Like, no, we're good. And she's like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll try it. Uh-huh. So she's a nurse and was having foot problems. So they had, of course, they have this little um, insole shoe guy there. Now, was that last year that he had them there? Oh, man. he's. I feel like he's there every year. I hate I, him. He's usually there on Saturdays. He's about 300 bucks for the insoles. Yep, 320 yeah. Oh, Jesus. That's how much she dropped on him? Yes. Oh, my and God. And so I'm like, oh, there's a new trail camera. It's $80. And she's like, we don't need to do that. We don't need to do that. And then she's like, well, my plantar fasciitis, like maybe it'll be worth it. So the year before, well, a few years before, um, it was about seven years ago because my daughter was a baby and her chocolate lab was a was a puppy, two or three years old, and got into a um, baby bottle nipple and okay. swallowed it and got a um, a bowel obstruction. Oh no! Well, I was making like eight twenty at Gander, uh-huh. and she was a CNA at the time, and we have a brand new baby. And the Dane County Humane Society um, said it's an eighteen hundred dollars surgery, and we're like, okay, like, can we take a card out? Can we make payments? They're like, nope, like full payment right now, or we can put the dog down. Okay, and we're like there has to be another, like uh-huh. it's a puppy. So they're like, well, you can forfeit it to the Dane County Humane Society. All right. So we're like, well, I guess we'll have to do that. All right. They now we are on a blacklist. We can no longer ever get a dog from the Dane County Humane Society because we turned over a dog. Okay. So now we look like bad people on paper. Oh, Jesus. Um, we called and said, you know, how's the dog doing? And um, they said it's not your dog anymore. Anyway, long story short, we go to the Deer and Turkey Expo. I can't find my wife. Okay. And I look, and people are parting like the Red Sea, All right. and she is walking towards me, bawling her eyes out. Oh, no. And people are, like, moving out of her way, like, staring at her. And I'm thinking something happened with my daughter. She's, like, okay. three months old at the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what's going on? Like, where's Ava? Like, is everything okay? And she goes, where's Horicon? Crying. I go, Horicon? She goes, yeah, the town. I said, it's north. It's, we had a trailer at the time, and... By the Horicon Marsh. Said it's by the trailer. She goes, we go there Monday to pick up the dog. She bought a dog from a duck trainer. Okay. For $900. Wow. Yeah. Do you you, you take the dog out duck hunting? And no, the dog was the dumbest thing I've ever met in my life. (laughs) So the, I wish I could remember the guy's name and the company, but he, um, he had three training sessions and in the crate 
and he told us that the dogs were house trained and beautiful family dogs and blah blah blah. They could retrieve dogs, but they d- they didn't even, it didn't even know why I was petting it. Oh boy! It, it was looking at me like, why am I getting praised right now? Okay. So we carried it in the house because it wouldn't walk in the house by itself. All right. Because it's never been in a house before. And I put it on the dog bed, and it peed and laid in the puddle, because that's all it knows. So if we were to talk loud or argue, the okay. dog would like curl up in a ball. So we ended up we ended up getting rid of it because we. We couldn't have it. We wanted a family dog. Mm-hmm. So we called him, and he's like, oh, no, it's a hunting dog. It's it's an outside dog. It's not supposed to be in the house. And we're like, I showed up with my wife and three-year-old. Like, what did you, you know, a three-month-old. Like, what did you think I was going to have an outside dog? Like, we want a family dog. Yeah. But, yeah, so she is not allowed to go to. <laughs> yeah, she's bought food saver bags. She's bought. She spends more money there than I do. And then I'm like, oh, look, the trail camera's on sale for $80. And she's like, do you need another trail camera? We don't need that. And then <laughs> two minutes later, she bought $320 insoles. Jesus. Oh, it's funny. That is, just, that is, that is uh, quite the, the conundrum right there. But, you know, I get it, though. She, she tells me no all the time when I see a new trail camera. It's like, I'm, I'm even going after, like, the cheaper $50 ones. It's like, I just want to put one right. Right. Here. No. No. It's like, fine, I will just buy it when you're not looking. Right. <laughs> I have trees that I think about all day that I'm like, God, I need a camera out there. Uh-huh. I have one or two cameras now, and my brother has a few out. and We're seeing nice bucks in velvet right now, but there's just, I could use another three. I, yeah. You know, I, it's it's one of those things, like, you see that Facebook meme where the guy's facing the other way in uh-huh. bed, and the woman's like, he's thinking about other women. And then in his head, it's like, where should I hang that stand? Yeah, exactly. Like, I think about that all year long. You know, it's like I've moved away from the stands. I've actually switched to doing ground ground blinds only. Where it's like, what, but it's like I, what I've done is over. It, I have these really nice um, sagebrush trees that grew up in this valley. Oh, so sure. what I've done is like I've just kind of cut out little domes and I back into it and I put up these little burlap sacks and just kind of set it right up in there. Or I have a spot where I uh, has these really nice built up like those thorn bushes and stuff like that. Not the cockerbirds, but the other ones that just just get they're just weeds they're just massive but they curl over well it's like if it's it's got enough room in the back where I can just sit right there on a, on a tree in in, in a, uh, a chair and I'm all, I'm just I just go ahead and just sit down and just wait for them to come on out but it's like I just I like to move around because it's like uh, la- it's like I've, I've started paying more attention like when they spot me and when they notice me so like this year we're tr- we're we're sitting we're changing everything up because the neighbor that uh, is next to us he becomes a little. Uh, Violence, a little aggressive. He tends to become, he, he does the whole uh, hunter harassment thing where he'll go out there, start sh- if he sees my vehicle, he'll start shooting his gun off in the backyard. And I don't know what direction he's pointing it at, but right. then, then, or he'll step down and just, he's just, he's not a nice guy to work with. So we're, 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 dis- we're, we're, plate, we're changing up our position on the property. So this way, if we shoot something, it's either going to go in, in, stay on the property we're on or I'll jump out in the field which I'm hoping goes in the field because it's like those those farmers are on top of it once it gets to the point where they're able to get out there and uh, pick all that what about you Zach do you use tree stands or do you use your ground blind guy uh, primarily tree stands okay um, but I am growing partial okay. to blind hunting a little bit more alright um, so ground blinds with, with bow hunting I, I haven't really stumbled onto that a whole lot yet uh we two years ago we did get a uh redneck um Mm -hmm. six by six and we started hunting out of that a couple years ago which we have it on a 10 foot platform um and that 
kind of changes the game a little bit. So, I, I mean, I love tree stand hunting. I do. But mm-hmm. when you get into the middle end of November here in Wisconsin or you get into late season, you know, mid to late December and your temperatures are you know 20 10 5 i've hunted uh actually i've hunted in that blind in sub-zero temps before without a heater um and until that sun goes down you don't even need a jacket on at least i don't i know some people might i don't uh Um, you got really good blood circulation i'm i'm warm body too so it's like i get i go get overheated quite a bit uh what about you travis i am type 1 diabetic so when it comes to cold if my feet get cold my toes get cold i'm i'm done cold is pain for me i gotcha so um i hardly ice fish anymore i you know after once gun season starts like you won't find me in the woods bow hunting anymore no i take it the hot hand the the ones that go from toe to heel those those hot feet ones don't work for you they do and i've i've invested in um like the big insulated boots and and I have I have size 13, so I actually have a size 15 boot, okay. so I can wear different socks. And and toe warmers have kept me in the woods a lot longer. But if if I do get cold, so a redneck blind or one of those blinds would be great. But Real. as of now, I you know have a lot of hang-ons. And mm-hmm. last year I shot I shot my uh, 10 pointer out of a out of a ladder. Yeah. That. I had about 45 yards one way, and I kept seeing the same deer. So in the, one day in the middle of the day, I said, mm-hmm. I'm going to move my stand. And the next day I went out, I shot that 10-pointer. Very cool. So it, it you know, turned out like it should have, and it's like it read the script. But, yeah, when it when it gets cold, you you won't find me out there too much. I understand. Same thing with Alicia. She can't. She just doesn't. Look. So we're, I am looking at, looking at semi-permanent blinds where I can – pull out like my my uh the guy I hunt with he's got a, he's got a skid steer so i'm thinking what i might do is if i can i can get it off a trailer and have sure. it push it into a spot and then just kind of leave it right there and this way like i um have friends of mine that called uh um life out or life out there yeah life out there and he they just he's building a ground blind for him and his wife oh and it's okay. got a nice slotted um slotted um ceiling and then it's going to be he's going to have a place to put in a heater and such and then he's going to put the uh floor panels on it to add to the to just to make to keep everything nice and quiet it's sure like, genius man go for it and it's like it's it stands he said he's got up to six five for the roof and then he's got all every window is a slide so this way it's nice and quiet easy up and down it's like he's putting a lot he's building it from from scratch from uh, from the from the floor all the way up it's like that's smart so instead of buying because it's like he says it's like i'm only at like a hundred bucks yeah in materials and the rest is all labor it's like that's not a bad idea yeah and when it's yours labor's you know you work at your own nothing. Pace. Yeah. What about you, Troy? Uh, you- so I've actually never hunted out of an actual tree stand. I've hunted out of some like raised platforms and stuff. But uh-huh. since I've been eight, like going out with my dad, he can't pull us both in the tree stand. So I've been in a ground blind, hunted with him for a little bit, and now I just go out. He'll go with his expensive climber. I'll sit in a tree stand. But mm-hmm. I'm planning on getting a new tree stand pretty soon here. That's my next purchase, either that or a kayak. There you go. I would go with the tree stand. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm leaning towards, although. Yeah. Especially since you bow hunt, you start, we start, our season starts September. 21st this year. 21st. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Third, always the third Saturday, right? In September. So. I always thought it was the second Saturday because last year was the 14th because they go they coincide with Minnesota. The, the, the opening day for Minnesota and Wisconsin is the exact same day for uh, bow. 
I know, so. the, well, I know the third Saturday in September this year is the 21st. So me, I don't know then. I, you know, it, you could be right. I don't. I haven't looked at it myself. Yeah. So. Well, we can always look at it, but it's like I'm, I'm pretty excited about it because it's yeah. like being here and getting ready for the shoot. And it's like I got on tomorrow, uh, Sunday. I'm going to dr- drop the little one off with her mom, and then we're going to head out to the field, and we're going to look at the – because I have trail cams that I haven't checked since mm-hmm. the end of last season, so I'm kind of looking forward to see what they got on there. And then I got a new um, Spy Point cellular one, and I'm hoping that's going to be a nice kind of nice, nice little game changer because then I can get the live updates on my phone because it's like I want to try to set up my ground blind based off of that, that right there. So if I'm calling them down their normal trails, I can see them come up and be prepared ahead of schedule. Those are cool. I've uh, been looking into cell cams too. I haven't actually, I don't have any experience with them yet. Um, I don't know. What are the spy points going for now for the cell cams? Verizon's are going for two fifty. Okay. And that's and they have it. You have a free unlimited. You have a, they have a free uh, plan. That's where you get like hundred photos a month, and then you can you can get a three months subscription, and then you, or you can do a full oh. year subscription for like twenty five bucks. Okay. And then that just adds on to your Verizon plan or AT and T plan or whatever you whatever you use. You just got to make sure of like wherever you put it. It has signals, so this way it work out. And when I bought mine, they actually had a uh, s- s- uh, service extender. So I bought. It came with a free antenna. The antennas run for ninety bucks. Got it free. And the cool thing is too, when it, when a lot of, depending on what time of the year you buy a spy point or any time, some of them will offer like a three month free subscription where it's unlimited everything. Okay. And then you and it's like the funny thing is you don't do anything like for my spy point. You don't do anything on the camera. It's everything's done through your app, and you you you, you sync it all up. The, the SIM card is already activated, and you just punch everything in. Good to go. Takes off from there. Yeah, that's that's cool. I'm a big fan of minimizing intrusion any way mm-hmm. that you can, and the cell cams are huge for that. And 250, that's not bad. I mean, that's an no. affordable camera. Now, the next thing is, I know if you if you have a friend of yours that works for uh, Gander Outdoors or something like that, you can get them for about a buck. 83 is what they run uh, before markup. That's less than I thought for cellular capable. Of course, it's not as new of technology as it once was, so I suppose maybe it's It's slowly down. coming yeah, down in price. Yes, so. so I run mostly... Um, mostly Cuddyback. Um, mm-hmm. However, I've slowly started transitioning into Reconyx, mm-hmm. and uh, their cell cams are unbelievable. They're, yes. I think they're a thousand bucks for for one of their cell cams, which that's I'm not I'm not on I'm not on that train. Yeah, yeah I'm not I'm uh, not I'm not making that kind of money to buy a thousand dollar cam. No, I do have uh, we do have two of them. Um, I will say that they I don't know if you guys have any experience with them or not, but I mean they are above and beyond any other trail camera i've ever used uh-huh but uh again if you want the cellular capability then the price almost doubles on the camera and you're upwards of a thousand plus and so yeah that's, easy easy that's out of the question but um other than that i mean they, they run everything it's just um i have a hyper fire and an ultra fire mm-hmm. i mean they're just amazing cameras yeah, I heard the Reconic, and and right now, like for the lower or like the the higher echelon for but a lower bracket, like the like the right around that two hundred dollar mark, the Bushnells are, are right on that right at the, the top of the line. Yeah, um, I started with my first cam, trail cams came out of or used to use Wild Game Innovative Innovations because that's what I found at the, the pawn stores, the pawn shops. For Fifty bucks, I bought a couple of them, went from there, and then I, then I got myself a Cuddy back. Really liked the consistency on it, so switched to this, started phasing those out when they started when they stopped working then i moved to cutty back then my, then my 
And it's like, well, then like, let's try out a, the Moultrie. And those so far have been performing very consistently. Yeah, yeah. Those, I mean, that's kind of your consumer... You know, you have your Cuddybacks, your Moultries, mm-hmm. your Spy Points, um, you know, Stealth Cams right up there, too. Yep. Uh, and then you get into your, your next level up, which is, I think, Reconix is the only one that's Spart- really... Spartan, Spartan, Spartan cams yeah, Spartan are running at 500 up there, Yeah, so Reconix and Spartan. I don't have any experience with Spartan <laughs> cams, but... Uh, yeah, it's I, that's a lot for a camera, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're, it depends on how many acres, I suppose, that you have. But I mean, if you're running three, four, five, six, seven cameras, you know, I mean, if you go pay full price for a uh, Reconyx Ultrafire right now, it's five forty nine, you know. So um, I, I got mine. I, I look on eBay for that stuff. I, I got my Ultrafire. Good point. From Alaska, guy in Alaska, outfitter up there. It was next to brand new and um, got it on eBay for I think three forty nine, which is still expensive, but that's mm. two hundred bucks off. You yes, know? it is. Um, so I mean, I, I the two Reconyxes that we have, that's the way that we went about getting them because I just even if you have the money, it's hard to fathom paying six hundred bucks for a trail camera. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. So, well, I'm coming down. Let's let's wrap this up. Do you have any final thoughts? No, nah, I mean, really, man, just excited to be here and uh, looking forward to the weekend and can't wait to get out and shoot some targets tomorrow and just kind of relax a little bit. Yeah. Kind of take a load off of life for a little while and have a few beers and mm-hmm. <laughs> just relax. It's a friends. therapy session right here exactly. from, from the drama of society. Exactly, for sure. Do you, what about you, Troy? Um, Zach? I'm just really excited to shoot. Uh, I, I missed this last year because I was stuck at work, but mm-hmm. this is just so much fun. It's hanging out with these guys, even though I don't. I only see these guys, most of these guys, once a year. Uh-huh. But we always have a blast shooting Travis's arrows and the such. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what about you, Travis? What do you get? Any, any final thoughts? No, just uh, thank you for coming out. Great, finally meeting you. You know, we've talked on Facebook a little bit and mm-hmm. all that, and uh, yeah, like like you said, you know, we look forward to this every year, and whether our bows are ready or we're ready or not, like we're not gonna miss this just because we're off a little, and this is always a great time. And like Zach said, we like to eat, and <laughs> we're um, we're missing our our friend Dave this year. He um, he's came up the second year with us and he normally brings sausage and hog and bacon and he has his own hogs that he has butchered oh wow and so he brings coolers of meat and that boy is a big boy and he plans (laughs) his he plans his trips on food he doesn't plan his trips on everything we'll definitely be missing him here yeah so that sounds like a blast that sounds like is it yeah. i'm hoping um now since i've actually kind of gotten over the 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 the, the confidence dra- dragger from my my golfer's elbow i'm gonna start focusing more and actually take a 3d archery shoot over the summer more or throughout the winter time more seriously and actually then look forward to the summer and participating in some of the actual 3d events and actually just getting out here and having fun yeah well you're welcome here anytime and you got a spot in our campsite Excellent. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, Please rate and review. Um, Soon we'll be on iTunes, so keep an eye out for that. You guys have a great day.